<laughs> Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise! <laughs> Boiled down. Hello, my beautiful Chuddle Club members. Welcome to a brand new Boiled Down meeting of this here Chuddle the Pod movie club. I am, of course, joined by my beautiful co-occupants of the pod, Chuddle the Sam. What's up? Chuddle the Ross. Oh, hey. Both of them are amazing people, and I am so honored to be joined by them almost every time we record in one way or another. We're all here together, and you're here with us on this beautiful night to join in this Boiled down book club. Book club. Book club. <laughs> I thought I thought tonight. format change. I thought I thought we were having a seance. Yes. Mm. To to an extent we are because we are going to put our hands together and and check out well, whatever. We're coming to Brooklyn for four five. Forty five? Forty five. I was gonna say forty five because it's set in the winter of forty five, right? But yeah, I was trying to land yep. a plane that I did not know I was flying, and we got there. <laughs> That's all right, you got, you it, got it. It was good. You woke up and you were like, "Holy shit, how did I get in this plane?" <laughs> I'm in this plane, and you're like, "I should just jump out." Great job, great work. Mm-hmm. So, as we all like to let you know, we're going to keep it spoiler free up top, and then pretty shortly, we're going to drop some spoilers on this one over here. Uh, Brooklyn Four Five, five military veterans, best friends since childhood, gather together to support their troubled host in the. Meta metaphoric ghosts of the their past become all too literal. Oh, metaphoric like a metaphor. Mm-hmm. I get it now. <laughs> Context. Like meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> metaphoric. So meta, huh? <laughs> um, might need a little bit of help with this last name. Ted. Geo. Gagan. Gogan. I'm not sure myself. Yeah. I was gonna Ted. say Gogan. Gogan. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's extend an invite out to him. See if he wants to come yeah. on just so he can clarify his name. How up, bad and then we'll did we just... butcher your name? We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Thank you. It was a pleasure you to meet you. Advance. Thank you in advance. <laughs> this movie is currently streaming on Shudder, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we watched it? <laughs> yes, yeah. it was on Shudder. All right, great. Key players in the film as well. I mean, I don't think there's the only one I... I recognize two of the actors. I one mean, definitely looks Larry... really familiar. Yeah. Larry Fessenden, who plays... Uh, Why do I know him? Hawk's... Colonel Hawk... Clive Hockstetter. Hockstetter. Yeah, Hawk. okay. Exactly. Colonel Hawk. And Ams... Anne Ramsey is Marla Sheridan. She was... Uh... The sister on Mad About You. That's what I recognized her from. <laughs> yes. That's why I couldn't. Th- okay. I recognized her, but I couldn't place her. And even uh, the guy, Ezra Buzzington, Major Paul DeFranco, mm-hmm. um, Paul, he was crazy familiar, but I couldn't place him. And it's just, he's been a working actor forever. And I've seen him in like an episode of this or that. But apparently, oh, same, he was thing in Fight with, Club. Um, <laughs> same thing yeah. with uh, Christina Kleb. Is it Kleb? Kleb? Uh, yes, Hil- I looked her up too. Yeah, Hildy. I that that one. I was like, I know you, but I don't know where you're from. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think it's a great time to I don't know get into the Goro meter for this one. It's time for the Goro. Fatality. Scale one to ten. Psycho to sadness. Gory is this film. I left some words out of there trying to speed it along. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I'm, I'm going four to five is what I'm at right now. Because um, when we get it, it is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we do not get much. Yeah, the um, consistency is low. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I was going to say mine rests at... Ru- oh, man. 
like a six for me it would be four for four for like intensity and then two for consistency mm-hmm. yeah i'll give it a, a 4.5 mm-hmm. i think cool. that sounds good. yeah because when you get it i mean when you get it you get it it's just sure, it does, yeah it just yeah. doesn't happen that often yeah 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 it's brief what do you guys got on this one which subgenre we throwing this into oh i would say uh, i mean possession movie uh i would say ghost film ghost like a ghost haunting. movie haunting uh anything that's with a seance like this is definitely a seance movie because it's all about a seance mm-hmm. um whatever you call those like small bottle movies that are like almost a, like a play where everything happens in one room and it's almost all dialogue mm-hmm. that the character piece <laughs> i'd also yeah. put i would also put this character under like piece. a war movie as in like because the entire narrative of this film is about the end of world war ii and like the main structural pinnacle parts of this is about war yeah yes. i would call it not a war movie but like a, a wartime adjacent. movie wartime an effect like about the effects of war when you've come from home because a war movie to me i've immediately I'm think you're gonna think see, i'm gonna be on the front actually lines. see yeah, combat exactly. no, 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 no. this Maybe is like, people discussing like the effect being war. A war had on them mm-hmm. right um so it's more like a study on post-traumatic stress <laughs> as mm-hmm. seen through a seance in yeah in 1945 <laughs> how would you watch this uh not having fun like this is a this is a watch don't movie. Have fun. You can have people around. Do not have like, fun. Do not have I'm not, fun. I'm not wisecracking during this movie. Yeah. In a weird way, I was almost like, you could leave the horror out of this movie. This is just interesting on its own. I don't it's really good. need it's... these horror bits. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, I would definitely say that the three times that I've watched this uh, alone. And three or, times. Three times. Uh, and then uh, my wife and I watched it, and same thing. It was like, I think it's like lights off, count. moody. Well, sorry, you said you watched it alone. Three. Well, <laughs> two times, and then one with my wife. Um, yeah, no, I think it's it has the ambiance of it, like, a, you know, all the lights off, popcorn by yourself or with, you know, maybe close friends. You know what I mean? You're focused. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And is it for beginners? Sure. You know, Why honestly, not? it could be. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I think, think there's the much to elaborate on that. The yeah. is the intensity of the gore. Yeah. It's intense, but I think we said it, like it doesn't happen enough to make it overbearing for the, mm-hmm. for the you know, the watcher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you have any warnings for this one? Herbinger of Doom flying in? Um, uh, Heavy nods of child death. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, there's nods of child death. There's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of child a lot of talk of child death. We get glimpses of child death. Um I would say um if you're a I mean, soldier dealing with PTSD, this could that would be yeah. good to know that that's what this movie discusses before going into it. For absolutely. Sure. Um this movie definitely deals with like xenophobia for sure. Um Yeah, absolutely. But I, I don't know if that's a not for thing. But it is, I mean, they, they, this movie is about so much, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And I just don't know if the Harbinger of Doom is like, be yeah. warned. They're, they're, it's about xenophobia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I get I feel you. <laughs> I'll soon to see it. I, I think go check it out. It's, uh, it's yeah. definitely one worth you should jump on it for sure. I agree 100%. I'm, I, I'm, I'll follow you guys up with a resounding. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Alright, at this point, you know where we're headed. Spoiler zone. All right, let's get into it. Brooklyn four yeah. five. Wow, this you liked it, huh? Movie. Three times. I yeah. did. <laughs> I I, re- I was really compelled by this movie. Um, like the first time watching it, I was like, okay, and then the second time watching it, I was like, oh wow, and by the third time, I'm like really can deconstructing dialogue and stuff like that because I mean, like, right. there's some really big like qu- I don't know. It raises some very big questions about the afterlife about the war like i don't know there's some really interesting scenarios about otherization of people and what and do good people can a good person just do a bad thing do a terrible thing and what what happens to good people when they're put in terrible situations what happens to us after we die you know what i mean like there's just a bunch of i don't know that weird forced middle ground that happens all within like the backdrop of the end of world war ii because the seance happens in december of 1945 so everybody's back from the war. Mm-hmm. This is a group of friends that were they all work together in the war, mm-hmm. and they're all getting together as a favor to one of the guys. Yeah. Except for Marla, the merciless, the interrogator, has brought her husband, who everybody thinks is kind of a oh, joke. Bob, Bob-, Bob, the pencil pusher from pen- like uh, from Washington. Um, yeah, yeah. Colonel Hawk brings everybody uh, to do a seance because his wife had committed suicide. Like I think it was like a month before the events of the sure. seance, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Ago. Um, and uh, he had been to, like, was he? He he goes to church and you know thinks that that's complete bullshit because his wife, who's a churchgoer, is now burning in hell for all of eternity for committing suicide. And right. then uh, the idea of um, atheism completely scares the shit out of him so now he starts going into mysticism i do like the fact that he talks about the reports that the military has on all of this supernatural shit they kind of hint the fact he's like well out of a hundred cases 98 of them are bullshit but one or two of them are actually real so like we know that something is out there we just don't know what i like i like there's like subtle nods like there's an entire defense thing in the in the uk that just monitors this all the time we're getting out of world war ii we know the nazis had a lot of mysticism elements to their like supernat to their defense and wartime stuff you know supernatural and whatnot totally i (laughs) you know it was i think the way that the seance goes especially when you have the the setting of this room too is like the green walls and like all the lights are on you know what i mean like obviously we get Mm -hmm. like flickering and some of the lights are off but like most of the crazy shit happens in like a moderately well-lit room that's well furnished like there's not a lot of it that screams like spooky and i think that's kind of fun definitely when Mm -hmm. like you're in an innocuous environment and then horrific shit starts happening all over the place now there's one immediate scene that i think of that's like the big gore scene when the dude pops his head what else is there i mean there's there's and there's the stu- face smashing oh is that what that's that's the, the i kind of i definitely forgot face, about the face smashing yeah, yeah. so the face smashing yeah. um that's i think big, big one and then the other big reveal for me is the like you know get, send me to hell or this and then the opening and then you see the charred remains of just dozens of children like that one was like oh wow 
Oh, you went there. Okay, you definitely went See, there. That was, was like, kind of hard to make out. I guess one of those is a kid. All right, so this is him seeing his... Oh, like, yeah. Having to face his... What he's done. Totally. Mm-hmm. But I think... Bef- I mean, like, the big one... Well, not even big. Because, I mean, you get gore, but you also get goo. And the goo is ectoplasm. Like, you actually see, like, oh. old-timey... Oh, what they would about that. What they project... Metaphobes. Shit. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it is... It's interesting, because it's like... Uh, um, uh, old kind of just uh, sp- I don't know not Spencer but like old time photos of like catching ectoplasm and stuff like that it is like this weird goo ethereal thing that comes out of like uh, medium like throats and stuff like that yeah when he hucks up that blob it is so gross because like the, in the beginning of the seance, like everyone is kind of just like fucking whatever. We all owe you a favor. We've got like a military, like a um, had to be convinced to do it. Yes. Everyone has to be convinced to do it. So they're all holding hands. And then what is it? The uh, uh, door starts pounding the, the locket that has his wife's handkerchief blood, or some blood soaked handkerchief. handkerchief. It was he he soaked up her blood in the handkerchief when he found her totally is what that was which we know people would do love the practical effect absolutely love the practical effect of her pendant shooting up in the middle of that glass thing and starts Mm -hmm. spinning around the room instantly turning on all the candles as it starts pointing at him i was like "Ooh, that's so good it's such a good practical effect and it makes everybody unsettled from jump street it's cool because it's effective while being still very like small and subtle you know right. what i mean it's not some big in your face thing totally and i think it's almost like a um not a red hair if it's like a it's like a mist like misguide because when we do get the ectoplasm that shoots out and then the ethereal hand that just comes mm-hmm. out of that ghostbuster style too which is fantastic like it's like see-through and weird lighting and shit <laughs> like that classic ghost Classic ghosts, uh, like Haunted Mansion is kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, she's sure. got goo sinews all over. It's just all mucky and gucky. Ugh. I don't know. Goo sinews. <laughs> goo sinews. <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, I mean, then, like, obviously that fucking, uh, they break the break the connection, but they don't say goodbye. So the, the, say, the, the, the door's still open. It's just the wife hand goes through. And Brian, mm-hmm. exactly like you said, he realizes that like, oh, there is an afterlife. And then what is he? I think he says something to. Um, You're the one who's seen it three times. You I know. Me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he looks he over says, to Frank. He goes to Frank. who goes, hey, I, that thing I need you to take care of. I need you to take care of that. And then. But he still hasn't told him. And didn't tell him the himself. entire time. Like he's like. Ridiculous. Like, yeah. Ridiculous. Um, but I guess he does the wink and then like. DeFranco goes like, uh, yeah, sure. And goes, awesome. See you guys later. Blows his fucking head off. That headshot scene was super goo, especially the open mm-hmm. cavity. Oh, yeah. in the that was back. a good one. Yeah. And they, you see, you get really good shots of it, like up close, looking in, checking it out. It's, it's there to be held, to be hold. <laughs> yes. To be held in. Behold, to be held in. And I do love the pump fake of um, having was it is it Hildengrad Hilden Hildegrad Hilden Hildy Hildy I guess Hildy. Um, that was that was the in the closet like you think it's a ghost trying to break through into the room and no mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Hawk drugged and bound and gagged a German woman and threw her into the closet. 
closet. The neighbor, the, yes. the wife had been suspecting paranoid was a secret Nazi and that's what drove her crazy because nobody would listen to her and she kept getting more and more into her own fantasy and, and then herself. committed suicide. Okay, so here's the all right. I don't mean jump shark like jump the shark. Do you, we got to- do you think do you think do you think she's a do you guys think that Hildy was a Nazi? Or no. do you think that these ghosts? No, okay. Um, well, there's it's I don't know. There's a few times that like at the first viewing, and I really think it's something more like the uh, it sounds weird, like the others, as in like in a lot of ghost stories, ghosts are portrayed as absolute truths, as in like you killed me, so I need to get vengeance from beyond the grave. You know what I mean? As okay. in, like, a, a lot of these are like, you did this terrible wrong to me. Right, they're stuck here for whatever for reason. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And unlike, and I, the only reason I reference the others is just because it's like, a, the, your own neurosis is the thing that's connecting them to the earth still. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is definitely through the seance, and obviously she had already passed over, and she's not like a ghost, but in this representation, she is a ghost during the seance. But it's like, the way even her dialogue is like, like you moved into my neighborhood, you polluted my community, you polluted me. You know what I mean? Like the only thing that makes me think of like something nefarious is like, show them the way you cut my wrists. And then her with the butcher knife having to cut her wrists, which I thought was like super fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To me, it's, uh, I mean, I hope that's not the case because to me, a lot of the story is, you know, it had me thinking about, 9-11 9-11 and how people in the Muslim community were 100%. treated afterwards and how this could have easily happened to someone like that. And I think it's trying to tell that type of story and try and humanize people and figure out how to deal with people that have maybe been a villain in the past or all the associations I, with villains in the past. I don't think at any point, I didn't think she was. And I would have been upset if it was revealed that she actually was a Nazi. That would have been upsetting. I think I would have too. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I, I don't know. I still have, I think the water for me is murky enough that it's not a definitive she was or she wasn't. And I think that's the, I think, I think that's the point of the movie though, is that you're not supposed to know either way. It's like the, the Hawk and the wife were so fucking obsessed, him obsessed about absolving his wife, Um, which also, I don't even know if that's the ghost of Hawk because like the least one's a ghost. This is like a growling demon voice coming out of this corpse the entire time. Oh, yeah. I don't think it is the ghost of Hawk. I thought he was possessed. Yeah. I would assume it's like a demon or something like that would be my only kind of like. It's funny. We've been hitting on all the, the horror elements of the movie, which are very minimal and don't take up much time in the movie. Right. And I kind of touched on it before. Yeah. This is the first movie horror movie I've watched where I was like, that didn't need to be in there. Like I was so engrossed in the it's like a it's almost the like rest a, of the story that yeah. you get for like forty five minutes, and then they'd be like, "Oh, that's right, we didn't close the seance." It's like, like a it's like a war uh, well war era drama that happens to have a seance in it. You know what I mean? Or the mm-hmm. seance is the catalyst for most of the dialogue. Because I mean, like we haven't even gotten to the fact of um, Archie the quote-unquote war criminal slash war hero who bombed mm-hmm. a children's shelter in Berlin. It is called in the Berlin Butcher. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. under uh, direct orders from Hawk and DeFranco to do it. 
was it a shelter or a school? It was a school, but it was a it was a, it, it was, was a shelter listed as children. a shelter or something it was like that. Listed they, as were a shelter, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, not to touch it type of thing. Yeah, and I mean that's what the the, the big part about the whole movie is. It's like talks about everyone's past, and like I think Sam mentioned it before, you know, does does doing an act make you a bad person if you're doing it for? Under country. orders, or for a reason, or for country, or if it was like you know, right. what what does that mean? Trying to save the lives of the people around him, or yeah. was it because he was ordered to do it, or and he didn't know that's what he was doing, but you still did that thing, and even if he did know, he might have done it anyway. And then like, our interrogator well, I mean, as well, all the shit that she's had to do to done. interrogate, but even facing your, that- facing your demons, and it's like literal. Yeah. Let's also have a literal demon type of thing mm-hmm. make yeah. them face these types of things and it's feeding right. off that that's what i kind of got out of it too i understand the purpose for it i guess maybe then i would have liked it to have a little more of it <laughs> than we got i really um, thought the whole time i was watching it too and this isn't a slight to the movie but i thought it would be a i was watching it the whole time and you mentioned it too as a play and seeing how it could have been yes. as a play like to see like mm-hmm. how really cool you could have like done that kind of shit like on stage with like some of the mm-hmm. shit I've seen, you know, on It'd Broadway, it would play. make really cool. And I think the ghost and the, the, the spiritual aspect would play better in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would have liked yeah. it maybe a little bit more. I guess I was just getting so lost in like the, the character piece of it that when the other stuff popped up, I was like, Oh, come on. I'm like, I want to know more about this. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It's just me. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is a really interesting concept where you're in this pressure cooker of because i mean the entire pinnacle of this movie rests on this group has to kill this german woman to get out of the room and like that's the only way they're going to get out like they've tried using a key the key gets eaten you know you have hawk's body that resurrects itself and is like ordering them to murder her or else they're not going to leave they've also which we didn't bring up the gun that hawk shot himself with they've now tried shooting the door the window oh, yeah. and all around it and it doesn't do anything they've tried breaking the window so they are permanently sealed in this room until this woman dies and that's the big conflict too is that they're trying to figure out like any other way to do this than right. having this woman die i would just like to note that all the performances performances in this movie i thought were great the casting was great the characters were awesome arch who i thought i was gonna hate when we first meet him um is like hey baba and like and then he ends up being like this having done this horrific terrible thing but i liked him by the end which is weird um and now he's gonna can you know turn himself in ultimately from this experience. Oh yeah. Um, well, it's also it's it's interesting to see a lot of these characters that are so ingrained in war, where it's like even when Hildy talks about like the ones who command us and like trying to sympathize with um, uh, Archie in that kind of thing, and then it gets completely flipped on her by DeFranco being like, "What do you mean, commander? Who's your commander?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just like that idea of like that high tension, um, really just paranoia of the time too, is just so permeated. Yes, and room. like how do you leave war? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That war is over. They're home says, now. But says who? They? Mm-hmm. Right. I thought I thought it, I was like it would really really helpful if I knew like the rankings and where they were like in order. <laughs> oh sure. Oh. <laughs> So I was like, I don't know if you have the right to tell this person to do that. Like, cause they keep calling so it's out like, like Hawk is like the main dude and then DeFranco and then but, Archie is basically like the, 
And I feel like he's the uh, guy who gets his hand ripped. Oh, we don't even bring this up too. Hawk is like gags at blood. So that his that's his ongoing bit is that anytime he's had to get his hands dirty or someone needs to get murdered, he orders someone else to do it because he's physically never killed anybody. Mm -hmm. Do you have any nominations? Oh, man, I would say I, I know it's not necessarily a best cast ensemble, as in like everybody did a great acting job on this. Like this is like best one of the ensemble ensemble can make it a thing. We'll revisit coming up in a few weeks when we do our uh, boiled down awards or sneak yeah. preview. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah, ensemble would be great, but I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't have anything. You don't want to nominate it for best picture, Ross? I, you know, mm, I, I mean, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Really? Oh, also, no before we get into that, did you guys, did any of you guys think that Bob was going to kill the German woman? No, that surprised me. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. That one, that that act, that oh, definitely got no. me. I was like, oh shit, okay. I mean, it solved the problem. I guess he had to do it. He says, <laughs> "I still think they could have do. cleansed the room, and that would have like." However, they Probably. didn't know how to do it, but I think that's, I think when they started to do it and the ghost appeared, that was a way to stop them from succeeding at doing it, closing the door yeah. or whatever, and then that would have let them out. That was my thought. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't I think she like had to die. No, no, I don't think I don't, I don't think, think so. so I think that was the resounding power of Hawk and his wife. You know what I mean? Like, and if they had been expelled from the room. But it's interesting as the room morphs into something way more than the room as the movie goes on. Like as in like all the pictures are moving by the end of the like like the uh, the pictures are following you and like there's roaches coming out of everywhere like it's getting like it still looks like the room but it's still getting it's getting grosser and gooier <laughs> as mm -hmm. the longer they're staying in the other side do you think part of why bob shot hildy was the uh like being emasculated the whole time and feeling like he had never like sacrificed or done something or that didn't that affect could, it no i think that definitely played a, a, a definitive role in it you know what I mean? Like he's now got mm. the power of. That I was body. waiting for the reveal that he has actually like killed like three thousand people. He's like this high level like <laughs> CIA <laughs> guy that's like yeah. he's just like a, done yeah. some shit. A CIA As they're spook. walking out, he, he like stops limping and takes it, off. Yeah, his yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's a Kaiser Sose type thing. The whole time. Oh my god! Um, the face, the face smash of Hawk was also mm -hmm. that was really good so good that was fun. like yeah you want to throw that as a gore nomination i would definitely throw that as a gore nomination i mean like because that scene goes and then keeps going like i'm like i really want to see this and then you're like oh wow oh and then the jaw off and the whole face smush mush i think it's when there's just getting like just just hawk hucking smush mush is a different thing where i come from <laughs> <laughs> that you know you know all right I think that's a great face smash to end it on and, and get yeah. us out of here for tonight. Yeah. So go ahead and go ahead and follow us on all the places you know how to follow us. That's uh, at Chuddle of Sam on Letterboxd, at Ross Purvis on Instagram, at all of us at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram, Slasher. Get into our Discord. That's where I'd be hanging out and talking, chilling. That's where the club is all at. We got some all sorts of club members over there so it's a good time get in there and we can talk all things movies and other shit rate us review us tell your friends we love that and until next time bye